0: Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts and the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 64. Hear my voice, O God, in my complaint. Preserve my life from dread of the enemy. Hide me from the secret plots of the wicked, from the throng of evildoers, who wet their tongues like swords, who aim bitter words like arrows, shooting from ambush at the blameless, shooting at him suddenly and without fear. They hold fast to their evil purpose. They talk of laying snares secretly, thinking, who can see them? They search out injustice, saying, We have accomplished a diligent search. For the inward mind and a heart, and heart of a man are deep. But God shoots his arrow at them. They are wounded suddenly. They are brought to ruin with their own tongues turned against them. All who see them will wag their heads. Then all mankind fears. They tell what God has brought about and wonder what he has done. Let the righteous one rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in him. Let all the upright in heart exult. Ezekiel chapter 32 verses 1 through 10 In the 12th year in the 12th month on the 1st day of the month the word of the Lord came to me Son of man raise a lamentation over Pharaoh king of Egypt and say to him You consider yourself a lion of the nations you are like a dragon in the seas you burst forth in your rivers trouble the waters with your feet and foul the rivers Thus says the Lord God I will throw my net over you with a host of many peoples and they will haul you up in my dragnet. And I will cast you on the ground, on the open field, I will fling you. And I will cause all the birds of the heavens to settle on you. And I will gorge the beasts of the whole earth with you. I will stew your flesh upon the mountains and fill the valleys with your carcass. I will drench the land, even to the mountains, with your flowing blood. And the ravines will be full of you. When I blot you out, I will cover the heavens and make their stars dark. I will cover the sun with a cloud and the moon shall not give its light. And the b- bright lights of heaven will, will I make dark over you, and put darkness on your land, declares the Lord God. I will trouble the hearts of many peoples when I bring your destruction among the nations, into the countries that have not known. I will make many peoples appalled at you and their hair, and the hair of their kings shall bristle with horror because of you, when I brandish my sword before them. They shall tremble at every moment, every one for his own life, on the day of your downfall. The Gospel of Luke, Chapter 9, Verses 37-43 through On the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. And behold, a man from the crowd cried out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. And behold, a spirit seizes him, and he suddenly cries out. It convulses him so that he foams at the mouth and shatters him. And will hardly leave him. And I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon threw him to the ground and convulsed him. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, and healed the boy and gave him back to his father. And all were astonished at the majesty of God. But while they were all marveling at everything he was doing, Jesus said to his disciples. Good morning and welcome to the third Wednesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac, broadcasting from Laguna Niguel, California. Our readings this morning come from Psalm 64, Ezekiel 32, and Luke 9. And I had to double-check the reading from Luke does trail off. I don't know. I don't know why. Um and it's not it's not an A and a B like sometimes uh sometimes in scripture translators or or interpreters if they're referencing if a scripture verse is long or it has like two kind of main parts or clauses they'll put an A for like the early part of the verse or a B for the late part of the verse. But Luke nine forty three trails off. uh, Just as I read, while they were marveling at everything he was doing, Jesus said to his disciples, and there's this big cliffhanger. Um, and the the cliffhanger, I don't know, because I'm Bible thumping evangelical, uh, the cliffhanger made me think of the resurrection or the or um, you know like because the 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 gospel speaks of Jesus being kind of exasperated with them and talking about you know departing from them and you know if if you're in the story and you don't know that Jesus is going to be resurrected or you don't you don't you're not anticipating that it's kind of a weird thing to say Um, like he's he's saying like how long do I have to put up with you um, when you know when will I, <laughs> when will I be gone from this earth? Um, but he's he also the other thing that kind of struck me is like why Luke nine is kind of Jesus' ministry begins in Luke four um, after the the temptation and the the preaching in Nazareth, and you know so this isn't new you know, doing miracles and and healing people. And it's not clear, at least from this short passage, um, why he's exasperated. Like, what makes this person, or their request, or their their circumstance, why it makes it different. So that Jesus is like, instead of like, here, I'll heal you, he gets kind of like, yeah, exasperated. And he says, Jesus, how long am I going to have to do this? And he calls this generation faithless and twisted, um, which seems to imply that the the man that just came to him uh, asking for help with his convulsing child, um, it implies that he's faithless, um, which is kind of I don't know, it's harsh. It doesn't really strike me as the Jesus I'd like to believe in. But as with uh, the woman from Tyre and Sidon or something where she says, you know, don't even dogs eat the scraps that fall from the master's table. Like Jesus doesn't always act in the way that, you know, that we might think of as, you know, I don't know, very Christianly. Um, he, you know, he can be a little short-tempered. I don't mean like overturning the temp the tables at the temple, like um, but even things like this, like he's, he can be set off at really weird times. And either the evangelists are like trying to make sense of it, or they're mixing things up, or they're leaving out details. Who knows? But clearly, they remember Jesus as having a bit of a, I don't know, being human. I was about to say short fuse. I don't think he has a short fuse. Um, but he's, he's, you know, he's human. He's fully human. And so there are th- some days that are just not for him. Um, and, you know, he takes breaks in the wilderness. Uh, he tries to avoid huge crowds sometimes. Um, and so as, as weird and discomforting as this passage might be, it it could at least remind us of the humanity of Jesus. Um, that he is, you know, just like one of us. Um, and by that, I don't mean that he's not God. The, the way the church has historically talked about, it, Jesus is both fully human and fully God. Um, and so he is, like, what does it mean to be fully human? Well, you know, he has some shortcomings. There's things he do that does that people don't like. Um, you know, people can't explain that, you know, you think if... If he's God, you know, he can bear all the weight of the, the sins of the world. But he does that in a way that is, you know, that leans more on his full full divinity. Um, as a human, uh, there are things that just kind of, you know, uh, rub him the wrong way. And it's not really clear what that is in this passage, other than, you know, maybe was, he's had to heal one too many people. And so I say all that, um, it, uh, because I think that veterans and military uh, folks as a whole um, can be kind of exasperated at the superficiality that we see around us sometimes. Um, that, you know, military service and combat can be as real as it gets um, and at, at a sustained pace. Like for, what is it, 14 months, 13 months I was in Iraq. Like all of it at any point I could die, like, you got to think about what you want to do, what you what you want the rest of your life to be like because you might not have very much. Um, and so veterans, in my experience, uh, are particularly interested in authenticity, in being genuine and being real. Um, and sometimes uh, it can feel like authenticity isn't welcome. Like, sometimes we're short-tempered. Sometimes we're, you know, we wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Um, and sometimes we don't want the same things as we see other people wanting, like wealth and, you know, everything else. Like, that doesn't strike me as as important or even real. Um, and so one of the things that I take from this passage, and I think it's also kind of founded in, you know, the the fact that uh Jesus is the goat, not just the greatest of all time, but literally he's the the uh the Yom Kippur goat. Um and even if he's the Passover animal, he could also be a goat. There's no requirement that there's a lamb, you know, sheepish, genteel, you know, domesticated lamb or sheep. Um he's also a goat. Like the attitude or the 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 characteristics that we want to put on Jesus don't always fit and sometimes can create or reinforce the kind of superficiality um, that veterans I think are turned off by and so it's important to see jesus's full humanity what that means and how it unfolds in scripture um, i I wish we had more images of Jesus laughing and having a good time and and joking around with his disciples. But we do have some where Jesus is short-tempered, angry even. Um, and it, it is a reminder that to be fully human is to experience and express the full range of emotions, not just the, the ones that, that we want to see, but the ones sometimes that we need to see. A Prayer for All sorts and Conditions of People from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all humanity, we humbly beseech you for all sorts and conditions of people, that you would be pleased to make your ways known to them, your saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for the Holy Church Universal, that it may be so guided and governed by your good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to your fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, that it may please you to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a, a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where PewPewHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com/slash You can contribute as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three Ways to Participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.